Welcome back. We are playing Descent to Avernus, and this is the Dice Stormers team Bravo. Um, so, when we got to where we were last time, we, we had, you had destroyed a beautiful temple and bathhouse. Well, we, we, we collapsed a horrible, <laughs> villainous plot under the city. That so really I, smelt yeah. bad as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. I think the, the, the good things we did outweighed the bad things okay. we did. All and right. no, one, no one saw us do it, so we, we, <laughs> were, nowhere as, near as the, as we, we were nowhere near the collapsing <laughs> city at the time. That's right. Um, well, you, you were there. You, you evacuated everyone from the local area and, and sort of got everybody yeah, out. You're so right. We were very dutiful. Everything was fine. <laughs> Everything yeah. was fine. Yeah, we're the heroes. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Everybody move on. Quickly. Um, all right, good. Heroes so... Any questions about that? Was the the dungeon of, of the dead three? So the dead, the dead, the followers of the dead three are now effectively dead, dead, leaderless. Yes, they have no they have no base of operations, and they 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 you you killed their half naked main dude. So. Main dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think That's how disorganized they were. Know, as, the main they, dude. They were, so, they were so disorganized as a, as a cult, they actually didn't have like a cool title for their main dude. That's right. <laughs> or, a, or a uniform, obviously. Yeah, half, um, unif yeah. half naked main dude. They like, should have well, had like a shared Google Doc. Well, yeah, that exactly. Was exactly. Like they were, still, they were still in the planning phase. Mm. That was last time. So, you know, um, uh, I'm sure he did have a name. Um, and I'm just trying to find it. I'm scrolling back through the thing. Um, and a title. He probably had a title. Mm. Yeah. So we were after the the, those, the, the three dudes, Bar, Bane, and... Merkel. Merkel. That's the one that always throws me. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So and did we not acquire two new members of our party on the way? Did. Yeah. yeah. So one of them... Didn't one of them Scarpa? He was the one who claimed that he had a... Yeah, that's family. right. He was, yes. was going to pay us vast amounts of money. Mm-hmm. I'm still keen on that. Yep, yep, into it. Yep. All right. Um, and the the other person who is with you is... Was that Thurston. Jabaz? Was that Jabaz, yeah. the guy? Who no, the, no. no. Oh. Jabaz is your masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Of course, yeah. That's why I wrote his name down. <laughs> very important. Jaso. Yeah. Jaso? Jaso, yeah. Jaso, yeah, Jaso. That's the guys. And then we've got uh, Mort Block. Yeah. Is our other team member. Yes. Huge dude. Um, and there was somebody else as well. There was the Dragonborn. Oh. The Dragonborn? Yeah. The Dragonborn. Yeah. 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 Something like that. So she did actually stab the, yeah. the main yeah. bad dude. We're, yeah. we're, find determined, his name now. we're determined to shepherd her into the way of the light. Okay. Well, I am. All right. Cyrus. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So any other questions first well has given you a lead on the second brother uh, Emric Emric van Thamper runs a, a uh, money lending business out of a tavern called uh, the low lantern Vendetta Cress was her name. Yes. Vendetta Cress. And you're, I was like just a couple of syllables off. If only, if only I write things down like in logical places as opposed to just <laughs> anywhere on the page with no actual connection to No, it. you're a professional role player, Murray. Don't, yeah. don't yeah. out yourself like that. Right. Well, I write notes. It's just they are... <laughs> Terrible. Who wrote... I, I, just like, I feel like, um, uh, you know, a little bit like I have no memory of this place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, so the Lowland is a ship that sits in the harbour that doesn't go anywhere. So it's permanently tied, permanently moored on the east side of the harbour. And um, 
yes, it's not a terribly seaworthy vessel because it is not, you know, maintained as such. Uh, but it is a bar and it is there. Right. <laughs> Which is sometimes all you need, just a bar that's there. That's there. It's sufficient. <laughs> that's right. Well, all of the bars that you've been to have been there. Yes, well, yes. lucky us. <laughs> Um, but maybe we, we've leveled up to level three. So do you want to talk about what what level three has given you? I mean, yes, I've been kicked up. Yeah, okay, um, yes. So my cleric, Sophia, has gotten just a little bit more powerful, has uh, led herself into the domain of healing and life, um, and now is equipped with a, a, a lot of spells that will go out of my way to just show off, Okay. Um, including fun things like lesser restoration and prayer of healing, you know, the good stuff. Also, like, a weapon that I can just summon into existence to thwack people with. Spiritual weapon, yes. Have you decided what it looks like? Oh, then we'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Okay. So I got to choose my subclass. So I am an alchemist. And with that, I get an alchemical homunculus, which you get to choose kind of what your little construct looks like. And then from that, um, it gets certain actions. So you use that as a bonus action. Uh, it can attack with acidic spittle, and also you can um, apply alchemical salves to help your teammates. Right. And what does it look like? So my one looks like a little mechanical grasshopper called Cleek. <laughs> nice. Yes. And it's kind of semi-sentient and can, you know, follow orders and things yeah, like that? Yeah, so it listens to me, and obviously if I tell it to do something, I use that as my bonus action, and it can okay. do what it do my whims. Um, so... The Artificer and, and all of this class that you're talking about is a part of the actual Eberron rule settings, which Wizards of the Coast kindly uh, lent to us. Christian, if you could yeah. show those, those off. So that's the special edition one, and that's the regular one. Um, so we just got those in the mail the other day. So, um, yes, those are the, the Artificer is part of, part of that. Lovely. Tash? Yes, well, Syra has uh, now taken her sacred oath, which right. has taken the Oath of Devotion. Um, so that means that she very much upholds, you know, order and fairness and justice and will not lie or steal and will be compassionate and help those in need and be courageous and all of those great things. So you swear the oath, but you don't actually swear. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, no cursing. Um, yep. So it effectively unlocks some spells that I can cast without preparation, such as protection from good and evil and the like. So, you know. Undead fiend busting paladin. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> and do you get to? Do you get to? Oh, you got your channel divinity, which gives you. So she already had access to channel that's, divinity. That's right. Yeah. Okay. She's now immune to disease as well. Yes, I am now immune mm. to disease. Yep, and you can cast sacred weapon as uh, you can imbue one weapon you are holding with positive energy using your channel divinity. For one minute, you add your charisma modifier to attack rolls. Mm. Nice. Mm. The weapon also emits a bright light in a 20-foot radius. Okay. I can't see that on mine, but yes, okay. Oh. <laughs> Am I reading the wrong thing? I might be reading the wrong thing. So, hey. General Divinity does give you Divine Smite, but using your spell slots huh. to smite. Is, did Oath of Devotion, did you yeah. say? It didn't seem to add that, but maybe that's oh, just good, the Go down to Channel Divinity. Oh, no, you're right. Yep, for one minute. So, yeah, my bad. I'm new to this particular oath. And what's your what's your bonus to your... Plus um, three to my attack rolls. Oh, right. Okay. And emits light for 20 feet. And dim light for 20 feet beyond that. So, good Enough. dungeon crawling ability. Yeah. Stealthy. Stealthy. 
Oh, you know, yeah, no. You know, paladins, well known for being... <laughs> <laughs> Your heavy armour. Yeah, you know, with their plate armour and their tendency to rush in. Yeah. Um, not loudly declaring their oaths and intentions of <laughs> yeah, the Because exactly. yeah. that's what honour looks like. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing that Wizards of the Coast sent us earlier is, is the Descent into Avernus um, books as well. That's the special edition one with Baal doing his thing on the cover... Or Bane, I can never remember which one has the blood drops and the skull face, but they're all pretty nasty. So, um, yes, so those are those two books as well. Um, I will take that one because I might actually reference it. Um, I am using D and D Beyond, but um, I took the the map out of the back of it. Okay. And I got to choose my Pact boon, um, and I have chosen Pact of the Tome, which lets me carry a Book of Shadows around with me and gives me mm. other cantrips so I get Mending, Mage Hand and Spare the Dying. Okay. And what does um, your tome look like? Uh, well, it's kind of... Um, yeah, Book of Shadows is a weird name for it because it's um, given the the, the uh, origins of my uh, tieflingness. It's kind of blue-flecked gold book cover. Nice. So it's not very shadowy at all. It's not quite as, <laughs> not quite as dark as I, I think the, the, the Warlock's uh, uh, fluff text is. Well, it doesn't like emit it. light in a 20 foot radius. No, it doesn't. So... No, it doesn't. <laughs> like but, some but it's, people. It's, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it certainly isn't shadowy. Right. Okay. No, that's cool. That's cool. It's the I... Garish Book of Shadows. It's <laughs> Garish Book of Shadows. Oh, bright, bright shadows, not, not dark. Gold Flex is very aesthetically pleasing, I think. Mm, yes. All right. Um, so, having destroyed the, the, the hideout of the Dead Three, um, oh wait, there's one other product that I wanted to show the viewers, and that's the, the Descent into Avernus dice set. So, it's a very robust kind of thing, and you can use both the top and the bottom as a, as a dice tray. Yes, yeah, because it's a lovely little fell here, and I will be definitely rolling into that, for and, the sake of the audio. <laughs> um, and... Uh, there's more dice in there than in an average set because they have four d6. Just a whole heap of them. Whoops. Yep. Whoops. Now the reason for this is because one of the games that they, the gambling games that they play in Baldur's Gate, is something called Baldur's Bones, and it's basically a version of Twenty One. You roll four d6, and then you choose which ones you want to re-roll, and you have to get as close to twenty-one as possible. Um, and that's why they included 46, and I thought that was a nice little touch that, yeah. the, that, they, uh, that they did that. So that's the, the Baldur's Gate um, dice set. Cool. All right, so cool. you are at... Um, the, the ground has just sort of gone thump inwards, and um, you've evacuated the area, um, and now it's up to you to sort of determine what you would like to do next. So it's like... Four in the morning? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's um, time to check into our local town. Yeah, yeah, we might, we might yeah. need to, you know, scarf it to our accommodation and just go, oh, I had no idea, I was asleep. <laughs> I start whistling and walking in that direction right. very slowly. Right. Yeah, I think rest, rest up. Where, where are you going? You're going Hungry Griffin? Hungry Griffin, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We've all got rooms. All right, so you take a long rest and um, you regain any hit points that you might have uh, incurred. Now, an eight, a long rest is eight hours, mm. so presumably this is now what, midday or one o'clock? We've, we've had a nice sleep. Yeah. 
We deserved it. And you, you see, mm. you've earned it. Yeah, yes. you've been vanquishing evil. You earned your, your hump day yeah. this week. Um, <laughs> all right. What would you like to do next? So, well, we've got to have a discussion about whether we uh, become pirates. Right. <laughs> take, take the pirate ship and crash the pirate ship into Amrick's ship. The, well, what the certainly options. that would be the, the blunt force approach. Well, what do yes. we know so far about what's our mm. next move here? Where are we going next? Well, Amrick's our next stop because Mortlock wants to go and chat to him mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. what's happening. So, yeah. But we know that he's only going to be there if someone's tonight. going to do an interaction. Well, we don't know whether it's going to be tonight. They... Oh, no, Amrick, Amrick, uh, Mortlock says he's, he's there every night. Okay, yeah, right. he's there on a, on a regular so, basis. So midday's, yeah, we got, we got eight hours of daylight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get, go destroy another temple of evil just on the way. <laughs> well, well, it's a boat, this one at least. Well, you know, yeah. Yeah, we can we can say we were nowhere near the subsiding land. We were sea based, right? Havoc, mm-hmm. wreckers. So know, the... <laughs> clearly, clearly, if you're well, doing, it could have been you know, us. We're yeah, sea based. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, next time we'll go to the air and we'll be like, well, nothing. Oh, we're nothing. air based. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but meanwhile, we have like a trail of destruction wherever we go. Yeah, wherever yeah. we go. But it's not each us. time the excuse will be. It's well, always land based. It's, it's, element. it's a different we're... element. Come on. Yeah. You're not, you're not that. So, um, I mean, certainly, um, you kind of need to figure out what you want to do with Emric. So he's. So as we understand it, we've acquired a new ally who wants revenge on his family. He, he, you, he, you took a bit of uh, convincing for him to. Yes. Yes, that is that is him. I will. I will put up. Oh, you put a that big, up. Big All right, well, I'll, we'll stare at him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's very. Well, I think we can basically tell Amrit to tell us everything he knows, or we'll let Mortlock have his way with him. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Okay. Which I'm sure is what Mortlock. Mm. Mort- Mortlock says, "I'd be happy." Yeah, and I think for us also, if we get to the brother and get access to talk to the mum, we'll find out what happened to the gentleman that went missing. Yeah, because there's another greater story here, right? That's right. Another city where um, they had two sons that had been... Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the greater mystery. That's that right. is the greater mystery. That that city has disappeared off the face of the earth. Including um, the... Was it the, the, the Riders? What were they called? The Hell Riders. Yeah. The Hell Riders. That's right. The Hell Riders. And yes, so, so they, are, they are missing as well. Um, but also above the city, before it disappeared, there was something called um, the Companion. Yes. And that shed a holy light over the whole yes. city and made it a beacon. And, mm-hmm. and you're, you know, all of this sort of bad stuff has happened, even though that... That was shining upon it. So, um, and there is um, another mystery of the person who um, who was running the the city as well. Um, mm-hmm. I have forgotten his name. <laughs> the mum might know the where well what happened with him yeah. because she was part of the responsibility. So we see helping Mortlock. 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 To uncover what's happening that's in his right. family yeah, yeah, and being yeah. able to delve greater into this mystery of what's happening in this city right. and what kind of conspiracy is yeah, so going that, on. That, so that's what we get out of it, I guess. And we assume that it's linked to the dead three and that the perhaps these worshippers are somehow related. Yes, yeah. they seem to have been unleashed. They they have definitely been unleashed on on Baldur's Gate to kind of create as much mayhem chaos. and chaos as, as possible. So we can blame them. You can. Sweet. They can certainly be. <laughs> they, they, they caused their own. Hey, we did well, our, as no... much as we could to, yeah. you know, keep the city safe. 
Yeah. Well, it was it was internal internal they did too much excavation in their underground mm. temple complex, and it led to a collapse. <laughs> there it is. Expand too quickly, too fast. They wanted a pool room. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thought you were going to say they wanted a pool, um, but yes, they they did. So so yeah, they're they're largely to blame for their own demise. But um, yes, I'm sure nobody's more pleased than you guys. Um, you guys walked away with a fair bit of treasure we out of did. that. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. remember so substantial you. amount. The note taker. Um, yeah. oh, I, I wrote down vast amounts of treasure okay. on, on one of my sheets of mm-hmm. illogical note paper. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two potions that were glittering uh, red and gold right. um, of unknown make. There was a bunch of gold and objects uh, which I calculated and subsequently lost a sheet. 4,500 4, copper pieces, yep. uh, 1,250 silver pieces, 10 eye agates, uh, three, a delicate porcelain dragon, uh, 500 silver, 2,400 silver, uh, a bronze crown, and 250 GP. So a lot Class. of liquid cash. Mm-hmm. Plus, on top of that, we have the three spell books, two three spell books, um, and also I think you were putting some of the weaponry, there were racks of weaponry into the bag too. Yep, so yep, yep. Oh yeah, we got we 20 caltrops, three stuff. flasks of alchemist's fire, Oh, that's what those yeah. are. six manacles, nine daggers, four potions of healing. Cool. Um, so, so in your in your long rest, you're able to identify the last two vials, those glittery ones, as uh, potions of fire breath. Ooh, mm. it's exciting! It's so good. <laughs> so I want to be able to breathe fire yeah. like a dragon. Yeah. Um, do you want to know the stats? Do we want to go through a little like, like uh, set the scene for how we came to understand this? Do we like just take a little bit and like, oh, this is spicy. This blah. Like, oh, I, do we have a little montage for this? I do like I do like that kind of thing. Yes, please go ahead if you. I don't know that the, the, the you know, dipping your little <laughs> pinky into the into the potion you don't know. We do have an alchemist. I could identify. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's much more sensible. So perhaps yeah. while you're keeping <laughs> the bank and tallying up all the coins that we shall be mm-hmm. hopefully getting rid of and we're putting in a bank in some way, so we don't have to lug them around. Um, mm-hmm. our, our in-house alchemist could do spend some time figuring out what these potions are. Do we trust the bank of Boulder's Gate? Can we or can we change it into a high currency and we can still put it back That's into what our bag? I was thinking, yeah, that we need to just convert uh, it all into gold. One Bitcoin, Bitcoin piece. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. Right. That's the new rage, haven't you heard? <laughs> Mike Baird and Sterling. Cryptid currency. What? Cryptid currency. Cryptid? Mm. Yes, mm. yes, nice. All right. Um, so the target must make a DC 13 saving throw, taking 46 fire damage on a failed save. Half as much damage on a success. If you're point. trying it, uh, the oh, no, 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 I was like, Christa, what? I think this is Christa's uh, <laughs> no, 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 try no. a little uh, <laughs> yes. approach. Put it on a chicken wing. Like, ah, <laughs> work out. Um, the effect ends after you exhale three times, or when one hour has passed. Mm-hmm. That's super cool. Yeah. 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 So, 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 so you need to not exhale three yeah. times in an hour. So, if we're in tight combat, so I think probably I should pop out one of those flasks since I'm likely to be. In the Malay position. All right. And you might want the me, other. me the other one. Yeah. Um, thirty feet. Thirty. Feet. Oh no, it's just one person at a target within mm-hmm. thirty feet. Okay. Oh, right. within thirty feet. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. 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 That's really good. Oh, it's a bonus action though. Okay. Need. 
that's cool. Potions, that's you can use a bonus action so to exhale at a target within 30 feet. Yeah. Is the party oh, happy nice. for each of us to take one of those positions? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. be in the melee positions. Mm. Now, mm. the question is... I shall add is... it to my inventory then. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I'll write mine down on my character sheet. <laughs> um, I was just going to try and figure out how long it takes to drink a potion. It's um, an action, I think. It's an action? Yeah, okay, and then it's a bonus action to activate the fire breath. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you can still fight and attack and all that sort of breath. stuff. That's cool. Can you imagine having like two things and like just playing? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, okay. Good. So you've rested. Um, you want to go to the bank? Yep, if we can just do a quick transfer of coin. And also it means that it makes it, it a lot lighter for my... Rolling. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And even yeah. if we just do a quick, like, sell everything that we're not going to be using, like all the weaponry, maybe, mm-hmm. do we want the spell books? Or I, I don't think any of... Yeah, I can't really use... Okay, well, we can sell off... Would you... Can you use any I mean, them? I'm tempted to just hoard them for a while right. and see okay. if they come in handy or if I can decrypt them in some way or... or I, I don't fully understand how to interact with them. Well, we might interact with a magic user where we can use it. As a bargaining ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can out a page as a bargaining ship. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would never. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, good. All right. <laughs> I don't know if you'd want to rip up a spell book. That might unleash some some magical powers. We've got some risk takers in this party. Yeah, yeah. True. Like the magical beans. <laughs> oh, magical beans. I pour them all out. <laughs> Still trying to forget that one. <laughs> um, the other... It's okay. We were in the sea. It couldn't have been us. <laughs> we were sea-based. Yeah, yeah. My character still can't eat any kind of chili or bean stew. Just, no. No, thank you. Mung beans, no. Um, good. So, um, you head to the bank, and it's run by dwarves, and they convert all of it to, what do you want, into gold coins, or platinum? Do calculate that? Do we want to have a couple of gold because it's easier to use, and we'll just have Uh, a lot of cash, and then just a large Well, of course, 5th edition is now a silver GP, a silver piece currency. Is it? Is it? Oh, I don't think so. No. Oh, wait, am I mixing up my system? I'm going to mix up my system. Four thousand five hundred copper, which is going to yeah. be forty-five. Forty-five, yeah. Uh, forty-five gold. Technically, well, no. Wait, is that a hundred copper per silver, or? Um, it's ten, 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 isn't it? Is it ten? Well, then it's forty-five gold. Right. If it's ten copper to a silver. Yes. Okay. And then ten silver to a gold. Mm. Okay, and then how much silver do we have? Uh, seventeen fifty. So that's seventeen point five. Uh, yeah, point five. No. Sorry, seventeen fifty. Sorry, seventeen hundred and fifty. Yeah, one thousand seven hundred fifty. It's one hundred and seventy-five. One seventy-five yeah. gold. Yeah. Plus yep. the forty-five. Yeah. So it's two hundred. And then we have two fifty GP. That's wrong. Two fifty GP. Okay, so four hundred seventy GP. All right. While they're calculating that, <laughs> you said that you wanted to do some shopping. Can I do some shopping? Would yeah. you like to do some shopping? I would love to do some shopping. Oh, you guys are yeah. the shopping crew. <laughs> so I just have four seventy gold. Four seventy gold. I think that's right. Yep. And we can, yeah, whatever the ten I agates are worth. How much silver do we have? One hundred and seventy. One seventeen hundred and fifty. Oh, that's a good question. But then I kind of get a, like a cool yeah. bow. I think I would like to get. Okay, 
I think I would need like a gold of my equipment yeah. for spells, so that's good. A nice bow would be good. I did pick up some crown. person's armor in the last go, and I'll get a bit of equipped. That was good. Hmm. I feel pretty equipped. What do you got? Yeah. What do you got in mind? I want to make my alchemical homunculus. Yes. Ah, the homunculus. Now, how long does it take you to assemble this little Pulsing guy? Dragon. I don't think it. Uh, I, all I know is it'll probably. It take, I can only do it after a long rest. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll probably just say maybe like an hour, like what I'd normally do, like a ritual mm-hmm. kind of thing, maybe right. like an hour or so to get it done. But you're thinking you don't have the right equipment. So I need to get alchemical substances, and I also need to get wings of some sort, so I'm going to get little mm. mechanical wings. Okay. Ten gems. Um, mm. Oh, okay, I know what I'm going to do. Yep, yep, I know what I want to do. Okay. Roll me a... Um, okay, so where are you going to go shopping, is, is, is the first question. So for the alchemical stuff, I'll probably go to like a potion slash... Yep. Substance. There was the place where you went last time where you yeah. got the jug. Would they have? They they, they would have, have every, like that any kind of components. Yeah, yeah like a little of, pouch. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, what are we rolling against? Okay. To investigate. Talk talk Christmas? a little bit about um, about how you enter the enter the shop and and ask them for what, what you want. So I yep. go I go up to the shopkeeper. I'm like, hi, I'm Ohm. Hello there. How are you? I'm good. All good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What um, can I be helping you with on this rainy day? So, I've just been doing a lot of raiding, and do you guys sell alchemical substances? Here? I'll just turn Sirenscape on because it is a lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> That's some metagaming. A pleasant summer day now, on Sirenscape. Now you mention it, yeah, it does. This is good sound in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually, nice. This is actually a lot busier than I thought. Very ambient. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, alchemy. We do have some alchemical uh, equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, please follow me. And he takes you to sort of a, an area at the back of the shop where there is um, a, a big sort of uh, double-handed thing that opens like this. And there's a whole range of... It's quite um, enticing to you to see all of this sort of stuff. It's beautifully... Ordered and, and, and all of the little components are there. Do you have stuff that can kind of animate inanimate objects? Do you have like a special powder or something that I can use for that? I'm, I'm not that familiar with your particular profession. Um, but as you can see, all of the um, transmutational uh, equipment are on this shelf. Yeah, and also if I wanted to something to give something flight too, so something like a like a mechanism to be able to fly. Like, do you have anything else that I can sprinkle on top of that too? Roll me an investigation. Not great. So it's five plus plus five, so ten. Ten. Um, he he says, I think I might find something out the back, and he he leaves you to your own devices and, and heads off. So you're. Picking stuff up from the from the is shop. It, is it like a self serve thing where I just have like little they have like little pouches that I just there's a there's, there's a little um, tray yeah and you can add in whichever okay. little vials you want yeah sure so I get enough for the requirements that I know that I need to get my all right the guy comes back and he has a a very beautiful uh, brooch with crystal of a of a um, a wasp with crystalline wings on it. That looks 
looks beautiful. And he says, if, if this works for you, I'd be happy to sell it to you. That would be fantastic. How much does it cost? It costs two gold pieces. How about one and a half gold? Because I'm going to be buying all these, all these components. Uh, I just tap you on the shoulder and go, I'm proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> You're learning so well. Roll me a persuasion. My persuasion is great. It's a two. Oh no, gold is two gold is all I can do. It's my best uh, offer. Okay. Well, can I please have the wings and the components then, please? Very good. Uh, would you like me to dissemble the wings here, or would you want to do it yourself? Oh, if you can do that for me, that'd be fantastic. All right. Um, he he goes and um, takes the wings off. It's a heat process because the the wing the the crystallines are cast in in metal. Um, so yes, two gold for all of that. Pay him and I thank him for all his help. And I bet I'll, I'm sure I'll be back soon. Oh, please come again. Sure. I'll see you later, bye, 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 bye. We now have 493 gold. There you go. Oh. Thank, you for, uh, thank you for deducting that. Thank you. You could have paid him in copper. You could have. <laughs> yes, yes. Here's 23,000 gold. How about you? So, uh, I, I'm going to turn to Hey, um, you got. We stole like a bunch of weapons from the dungeon before. I was wondering if you could take those from the bag and take them away. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. So, just like, just holding all of them like a bundle of sticks. I just. Okay, I'll be back soon. Be I just very careful. You were walking as it. <laughs> yeah, so, I scamper off, um, and out of the shop, I look to find a blacksmith. Okay. Yes. So, I'm, I'm walking up and down just trying to find a blacksmith. I might bump into someone and say, Excuse me, where's a, where's a blacksmith, please? Yes, you. Um, uh, he says, Well. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> yeah. He says, I, I can see why you need a blacksmith. Um, would you would you be wanting to sell these things? No, melt them down is what I'm thinking. Ah, you would be wanting the foundry then. The yeah, foundry is, uh, yeah, he points you out towards a, a large building with a, a several stacks of uh, chimneys at the top. Wonderful. I make my way to the foundry, weapons all in hand. That's a collection of what, like, like maces and yeah, javelins? Javelins and, and everything, yeah. Great. Um, so I approach the, the foundry um, and I look for somebody who's in charge in some capacity. There's a guy with a big leather apron, standard um, hammer and, and that sort of stuff. Yes. You, sir. Hello. How are you? Very well, sir. How are you? Quite well, quite well. Uh, madam, if you please. But um, I was looking to get all of these, melted down, please, into a specific emblem if, uh, if we could figure that out together. Ah. Yeah, uh, yes. This sounds like a job. challenge. Uh, mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. I would very much like to do this um, uh, there is... Well, let's go through it. Yes, and, and yes, I... yes, yes. So, I lay the weapons down, all on a table, on a surface, and I say, if we could find a way to melt all these down into this symbol, and I pull out my badge that's still shining blue, and I show it to him, like, approximately this size, that would be perfect. Uh, which badge is this? It's, it's, the, it's the fist. Bloody fist? Yes. The, this way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, he says, oh, you're, you're a member of the fist. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Well, uh, yes, be happy to uh, to commission this work from behalf of the city. Wonderful. Um, I, uh, um, if you could give me uh, one day. One day. Okay. Mm. Can we speed it up at all? I'm in a bit of a hurry. Can we? What can I do to make this six hours? Six hours. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, uh, I, I certainly think um, it will cost a, a touch more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we can we can certainly do it in six hours for. Two gold. 
Two gold. It's yes, I will do that. That's fantastic. <laughs> and now we have four hundred and ninety-one gold. This, this, oh, this, this city. I took mine out of my personal one. So oh, okay. oh, there you go. Oh, I'm obviously rolling in it. Banking, role playing. I, I love so this city where everything through. costs two gold. I know. I'm a fan of it. It's great. Yes, two gold. Let's do it. I'll be back in six hours. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you very much. And uh, it'll have to be attached to uh, a robot of sorts. So if you could put like a sticky backing on the back of it, that'd be wonderful. Uh, a ro- robot? A, a little anyway. mechanical creature. Oh, yes. I see. Yes, very well. Thank you. Great. Um, okay. And, I'm and looking forward to what the plan is here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm <laughs> you made it glow blue because you wanted to shine the light in. Oh, it's just uh, what the badge was before we were yeah. walking around the town. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. How are you guys well, going? We, uh, we, we've been doing some banking. Um, <laughs> we've got a delicate porcelain dragon and the bronze oh, crown that which we is also a chromatic mm, dragon chromatic dragon that's really right get that so we don't know we need to go get those out. yeah we need to okay. find out what they're worth mm. so is there somewhere around that does kind of fine jewellery or like is more probably in the richer part of town sells you know those kinds of crowns and porcelain ornaments and yeah definitely okay um yes Mistara's jewellery okay. is the shop Shall we? Shall we? Mm-hmm. Yes. After you. Ah. <laughs> in we go. Um, um, if yes, so Mistara was one of the gods, and if the comments below could please tell me if Mistara was one of the ones who died. I don't remember. I don't think she was. No. But she was the god of magic, and mm. and um, uh, I seem to remember something bad happening to her. But um, all right. Hello, Ding Ding. Mm-hmm. Anyone here? Good afternoon. Welcome to Miss Dara's Jewelry. How can I help you? Well, we are looking to get some items that we have found appraised. Oh, please come over to our appraisal counter. Why, thank you. The appraisal counter, of course. Here's one they prepared earlier. Well, what's your brass. appraisal of the appraisal counter? Yeah, yes. <laughs> little Wait, brass I'll give you an appraise check. <laughs> they move from their checkout to appraisal. <laughs> Next door. Put on a different hat. <laughs> yeah, they, they step sideways. Oh, it's a little magnifying glass. I'm ready. Hello, welcome <laughs> to the appraisal counter. Um, so yes, what? tell me what you have. I bring out the... Crown? I think the crown, crown first. Crown first. Yeah. So it's a bronze crown. That bronze crown, chromatic dragon. Chromatic dragon. In, mm-hmm. Right. Um, can you roll me a sense motive? or? Do you want to do that? You're doing that. Well, insight? Uh, insight, yes. Oh, system's mixed up. 22. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. 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 <laughs> Uh, your appraisal, <laughs> your appraisal of the appraiser. Uh, you notice that she blanches. It's mm. it's definite. She has some recognition of of either this particular crown or or of what it symbolises. What do you think these symbols mean? Um, I don't know. It's a fairly sort of um, uh, nice, um, artistically created um, crown. It's certainly. You know, not a very impressive metal, but, um, you know, brass is, is fairly common. Um, I, I would certainly be happy giving you uh, five silver pieces for it. I think I'd rather wear it. <laughs> From a distance, you hear me scream. <laughs> um, uh, I guess I'm going to have to try some intimidation here. Um, that seems very odd. We found them amongst a, a range of quite um, unique items, and 
I'm aware that chromatic dragons are quite rare. Did you, is, should I take my business elsewhere? Is there somewhere which might have more knowledge of this item than here? Go, go give, me a, give me an intimidation. Do it. Do it, Do it with an advantage. Oh, no. Oh, with advantage. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 19 plus my intimidation, which is plus three, so 22 again. She said, no, 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 we can certainly help you out here. I, I did not mean to. Um, certainly we would, we would be willing to. It's just that a, a device like this is, is rather device. difficult to pass on. A device, you say? Well, it's it's certainly a um, uh, a crown, you know, honouring Tiamat, the, oh, the, the god of of, of the chromatic dragons, mm -hmm. uh, and and as such, you know, um, it's generally worn by or, or respected by people who would not normally be patrons of this kind of shop. I see. What kind of people might that be? Or would I know? Because I. Do a do a history, history? or a, or a religion? Mm. Not that great. Uh, Twelve. What sure. less? <laughs> <laughs> Roll a ten. Sure. History. history. Yeah, eleven. Eleven. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, so the followers of Tiamat are mm -hmm. a fairly recognisable yeah. uh, group, and they. Um, generally regarded as an evil organisation that wants to bring about uh, Tiamat's return to the Prime Material Plane. Tiamat is yeah. currently in exile in one of the Nine Hells. Okay. Well, I appreciate your concern. I understand that the followers of Tiamat, of course, would not visit a store such as yours. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, do you know where we might find out more about the origins of this crown and who perhaps... Uh, I mean, I'm... I wouldn't have those kind of contacts, I'm, I'm afraid. Um, Can I check again whether I feel that she's in any way deceiving me? Yeah, give, give it a go. Uh, 20. Mm. Yeah, she, you get the sense that she's, she does know somebody and she just wants to kind of get you out of the store. I see. Hmm. <clears throat> I think we should wear it. <laughs> have you? Yes. Would you advise wearing? No, I don't. I don't think that's a great idea. Um, I mean, obviously. Um, I mean, could you could you tell me about how you came to acquire it? I would like to reassure you that we are, of course, not followers of Tiana. Well, I did. I did sort of get that because you are. Uh, um, In you know. fact, I value honesty above all, and do not abide <laughs> deception. I would. Yes. Okay. You can have a point of inspiration to point in your oath. <laughs> Inspiration, always fun. Do it. I agree. Um, I feel like this we, busy day is a little yeah, there's bit too a lot of busy. Horses going through this I know, shop. I know. Um, Especially for awkward conversations. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, we are on a quest um, to return the light to the sky and save the city in the north. Is it the north? Yeah. Yes. Um, and we found this crown uh, amongst a lair of evildoers who we, you know, vanquished. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> compassion, empathy, uh, humility. <laughs> not bloating. <laughs> it's one of her flaws. She, she, um, she does start to turn at this, mm. at this um, information, and she says, oh, very well. Um, look, I would like to perhaps, uh, um, if I could borrow this, I could certainly find out a little bit more about it and also get you a, a price that's a little bit more commensurate 
Yes. Well, I think at this point we prefer to understand more about the people who might wear it and what you might know about them. Um, there has been chaos being sown into the city and we are determined to put a stop to it. Mm. Is this related to it? I'm going to pull out the porcelain dragon. <laughs> Where's the, what was the porcelain dragon? That uh, was a uh, delicate porcelain dragon. It was from one of the other chests. Right. She. she uh, so this was also in the same vicinity yes. as the. Hmm. What do you call that in archaeology? A. Oh. A, um. Oh, it's a thing. Find. It's a companion. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, uh. Anyway. Yeah. Damn Arche- it. Tell archaeological us. reference. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so this was this was found in the same area. That's interesting. It has the same provenance. If if I could uh, borrow that as well, um, and I would certainly. Um, and she writes out a little chit and, and describes the two items and, and hands it to you. As okay, I'll shake her hand. So I have your word that you will do your best to help us. Uh, yes, I, I believe your cause That's is all just. I need. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just take note of the street word. Excellent. <laughs> Yes. Hope hope your um hope your future endeavours are, are good. Please uh, come back tomorrow and, and I will see what I can find out. Thank you for your assistance. Ooh. She needs less, a name. Less, less than I do you need to give her a name. Less than I expected. We didn't get no, nearly no. as much money as we, we thought got, we might. We got we got chit. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh no puns. Oh, I was but we now I mean, I, my assumption would be that they, these these groups are collecting a lot of ancient evil artifacts mm. for rituals of different kinds. Yes. And it seems that what we've uncovered are other gods who may who might also sow chaos. Perhaps. So the more the more we can wreak havoc upon them, the better. Yeah. But it seemed to me that she knew more than she was saying at first, and may perhaps have a contact who could help us uncover the mystery here. Did you notice that? I, I felt that. Oh, I, 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 I defer to you. <laughs> Do we follow her then? <laughs> no, I think we can trust her now. We have her word after all. Good. Mm. And her chit. Mm. Yes. Yes, we have. Yes. <laughs> we'll put that in the chit. chit. Right, yes. Take no, take no chit. <laughs> chit. We have the chit on her. <laughs> Good. Is that all? Right. No, we just that was all of our items. We had a few. Um, we had ten eye agates, but we didn't mm. end up going down that line. Yeah, that's everything. And then we've got crystal vials. Them? That's the potions of fire, right? Yeah, and then we had four potions. Everyone should add everyone, a, everyone should have a healing potion, potion, potion to their that's yeah, right. inventory. Uh, nine daggers, which I think are part of the meltdown model, um, meltdown weapons. Mm. Six pairs of manacles, which I think are probably in there too. Yep. Three flasks of alchemist's fire. Did you like those down? Do you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So the with. And I wouldn't even bother melting down Caltrops. <laughs> okay, so we've dealt with our loot. Yes. And how much time do we feel? It's like so much lighter now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do we do we have a calculation of how much room is in the bag of holding now? A lot more than there was. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't have well crates and stuff. So the only thing we have now is the currency and the spell books. But what about, um, are you uh, getting rid of the chests? Because there was chests in there as well. That the were chest, holding all the money. That was all the yeah, contents of the chests. That, that, was, that was all the contents of the chests. Sorry, so we'll probably, all, we probably we'll gave those to the bank when yeah. we yeah. deposited the yeah. 4,500 copper pieces in we the bank. We said, so here, have a chest for yeah. the trouble. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> have the chest back. Yeah, yeah, no, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> Good. We need to melt them down. <laughs> um, 
Excellent. Right. So, uh, should we should we come back to the tavern and go over our game plan for tonight? Yes. I feel we've given our word to Mortlock and. Well, Mortlock is with you. Yeah. Um. I haven't written down the name of the pirate ship unless it's the uh, Uncivil Serpent. It is. That's oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I wrote down the name of the pirate <laughs> ship. I think we should seize when we meet. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Is I think we should go and take the Uncivil Serpent and ram it into Amarok's ship, the Low Lantern. Um, I think this is a brilliant plan. <laughs> Mortlock says... Mm. My brother has spies throughout the city. I think there is there is one weakness of his, and, and that is his love of, of whiskey. And after he does his business at the Low Lantern, he, he, he takes his two uh, bodyguards and and goes to a, a whiskey bar that is his fav- one of his favourite haunts after work. So you're saying we're not going to have any sea shenanigans at all? We're going well, to do... well, I... I... <laughs> it's your time to shine. <laughs> I mean, I'm you're always shy. I'm a sailor. But... <laughs> <laughs> I... Perhaps my only suggestion is to... is to capture Amrik and use him as a bargaining chip to get into my mother's... Uh, uh, mansion. Um, and how would you suggest that we capture him? Should we... I mean, so we're aware of where he is, but he would presumably be guarded and have his men on hand. Yes, if you could have him... If you could capture him while he is transferring between the Low Lantern and his... his bar. I have visions of boarding the Low Lantern. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, having I'm... sunk it. <laughs> capturing him... Yeah, I'm, I'm coming around to your, your way of thinking here. <laughs> Whilst everyone's here, I'm just like literally making my little... Yeah, I'm just it... smiling and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that really... What's her name? V- Vingretta? V- Vin- Vendetta. Vendetta? <coughs> yeah, she's Does there. Does she have any thoughts? Um, <laughs> she's here to learn. <laughs> yeah, she, she says... Hmm, what would her opinion be? Um, she's, she's eaten at the Lone Lantern once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and she certainly says that it's a fairly rough um, uh, place, mm-hmm. and there seems to be um, it's it's very plush on the lower deck. So and, and on, on on nice nights of which there's not too many in in Baldur's Gate, they actually take tables and chairs and sit them on the deck. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So we know that he's likely to move from there to his tavern. At what point? On the ship to his tavern? At some point during the night when he gets bored of what he's doing. Um, and if I remember correctly, the Low Lantern is moored and it's permanently tied to the dock. Correct, yes. Now, just just to clarify, is that like a ship parking area? Is it suspicious for other ships to be nearby? Um, because there, I'm coming around. <laughs> there are, there, it, it is very close, so, you know, it's almost like the low land has been beached, mm-hmm. so it's that close to the to the water, mm-hmm. to the water's edge, um, and and there are a number of other larger ships that are moored around it. Okay, so two we, can, we can get close without looking yeah, too yeah, suspicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, she's quickly. been to... Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to understand the location. So we know he's going between a tavern and a ship, is that right? 
Oh, uh, the ship is the tavern. It, the ship mm-hmm. is a tavern, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. there's a mm-hmm. then there's a place he goes to on our maps. So if perhaps we could uh, send where is the, map? the map, I believe is here. Perhaps. Ah, I have a oh. knowledge. Ah, nice. If if we know that Vendetta has been there before and could look like she is part of that community, perhaps she right. could go ahead to the tavern and let us know when he's leaving to go to the other location. Perhaps using one of your tricks. Yeah. Just a suggestion. Mm. If if we ran. Mm. Mm. Yes, <laughs> go on. Yes. Please. Can, can you make him float? Yeah, well, I need to get my homunculus done and then I can make him float, yeah. Because then he can be like suspended in midair. Yeah. And we've got a seven foot tall friend here. Yeah. And just grab him by the ankle. Yeah. Right. Uh, Follow up question. Like can, can Vendetta <laughs> pilot helm a boat? Well, we have a sailor. Okay, all right. Remember? If we have our crew at the Low Lantern and then we have someone else, say, a conveniently placed vendetta on the boat, ramming. Well, I think if if we're intent on the Unknown Serpent, um, which I think is perhaps risky to civilians given how many of them will be in the locality when you ram the boat, mm. just a point that I might raise. Mm. Mm, um, yeah. Perhaps, though, we could use the Uncivil Serpent to, I don't know, uh, corner them so that there's no way for them to escape, but it sounds as though the boat isn't really, the low, tab- the low lantern isn't really in use anyway. No. Appealing to your god, uh-huh. uh, we would be getting rid of a pirate ship and the low lantern, which is not a reputable... Uh, but perhaps at the reputable, risk of many civilians. I, I think that they may be tainted. Do we know how many people are actually on the uncivil serpent that we'll have to liberate beforehand? <laughs> We, we know that there were at least 15 pirates that we scared off previously mm. and that the expectations were that that fight should have been way harder. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so they scared us already. They, yes. There we go. I feel that you should do a wisdom check. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, feel I've, I feel I've already failed. Okay. No, oh, Five. I well failed. Done. Surely enough. Um, so the, the, the low... The, yeah, the low lantern, is it like attached to the dock or yeah. is it bolted like bolted oh, and bolted. chained to the to okay. the dock. Yes. Right. Okay. It's permanently no, moored. There goes that plan. Yeah. Mm. Um yes, it is permanently mm. moored and has rigging but no sails. Mm-hmm. So it's effectively just a floating tavern. It is. Mm. Um so my suggestion is that we get Vendetta to go and out. hang out with her mm-hmm. I think she's been there before mm-hmm. and she's of the right kind of look to have been there. Maybe Perhaps she can go yeah. and just have some... And then we, we wait surreptitiously and then she signals us. We have some mm. way for her to signal us when he's leaving and we... I mean, I'm not really a fan of ambushes. Maybe we, maybe what we can do is if I go with her and we can give... We can say that she saw what happened to the bathhouse because he wouldn't know what happened to the bathhouse and I can message you guys when, when they're about to leave. Mm-hmm. So, so wait, you're going to go with her? I'll go with her. How normal go? would it be for a small gnome to be in a tavern of this kind? How um, rough is it? Yes. <laughs> I'm super strong. <laughs> well, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> she, y- yeah, she wouldn't uh, raise an eyebrow according to Vendetta. Okay, good. Um, and what about, um, and how many men is uh, he likely to have with him, Mortlock? Uh, he has two bodyguards. Two? Only two. 
<laughs> so so I, this will be a very uneven fight. So so my, the... my brother is... Uh... My brother is uh, full of tricks. I would not underestimate him. Magic. Uh, magic. There was one time where he trained a dog to uh, chase me and uh, used that as a distraction to uh, raid my mother's kitchen. Your brother sucks. He is not my favorite person in the world. No. <laughs> because of this, I've been ostracized and bullied by him and, and thirst well all my life. Hmm. Right. Um, so I guess we're kind of um, at a point where we need to think about whether where we want to have um, a fight with him. Yeah, we might need like, to scope out those yeah. troops. How long do we have? Nightmare or whiskey bar, flammable alcohol, potions yes, of fire. Lots of <laughs> civilians. So, um, well, is the whiskey be. bar more rough or is it more? No, it's a refined sort of gentleman's kind of establishment. It's okay. like all whiskey bars are. So mm. perhaps we can have someone located there and scoping out that, or we could go in advance and scope out what's well, going that's on where there, and then the, tr- the trail is likely to take. I think we need mm. to case the joint. Oh, what well, I'm trying to say. I think, if, I think if we, yeah, if, if Vendetta and, and Ohm go, we get the message. If we're at the whiskey bar, then... Well, we need to scope out the festival paths. I assume mm-hmm. you take the most direct because you're not anticipating this. Mm. Although, having said that, half the city did just collapse. So he may be somewhat wary of, Maybe. of possible people who are countering his plans. Yeah, I'll just get him off our trail, though. I can just exp- I can be the witness to say what I saw during the night to try and get him off our trail so he doesn't know that we're involved with it. Mm-hmm. And blame the uncivil serpent. That's mm-hmm. it. The pirates. <laughs> the internal wars of the Poor guys. <laughs> They're just trying to be pirates. Okay. So. Plan? So you're sending Vendetta and Ohm, and Ohm into the bar? Yep, to have a to talk loudly of what they saw the night before and get boisterous, but don't drink too much. Uh-huh. Um, and then... You're picking up your thing, sorry, before your, you go there, mm-hmm. your badge. Okay. Um, I'll out. head to the whiskey bar. It's going to be weird that a woman's there. Nope. Okay. Um, and someone needs to scope out the tracks between. Mm. I mean, I guess I can do that. Uh, Where does Mortlock want to go? Mm-hmm. Uh... Mortlock says, "As soon as he sees me, he know, he'll know the gig is up." So I, I, I will, yeah. I will. The whiskey bar know you? No, they don't. They don't know me there. So if you have a drink with Mortlock at the whiskey bar, mm-hmm. you can scope out. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we haven't split the party at all. No. Three <laughs> ways. <laughs> all right. So we'll deal. We're all in terrible danger. <laughs> Has it been an hour? Sorry, would I have made? My... Yes, you've made your thing. Yeah. So it's like six o'clock at night. Now, because you've picked up your mm-hmm. device, mm-hmm. and um, you're able to uh, finish your your click and head off to the tavern. Sounds good. All right. So you go there with Vendetta. No. Um, Bef- before you go, I hand you the little envelope. Like, this is this is for your little your little buddy, your little friend. Oh, thank you so much. Maybe don't put it on before going to the little tavern, but like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'll, put, I'll put it for later. Thank you so much. Are you, are you deputizing? You deputizing? I am. I've deputized robot Okay. Counts as a shield. Oh, <laughs> yes. 
plus two to AC. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so the main deck of the old ship features wooden steps that climb up to the forecastle and aftercastle, another set of stairs descending into the ship. A padlocked wooden hatch fitted with windows acts as a skylight for the deck below, the tavern proper, visible through the hatch's glass planes. Four dead seagulls lie on the deck and two ravens squawk at you from the crow's nest, a 40-foot climb up the ship's rigging. That's, that's quite a scene. It is quite a scene. Four dead seagulls. Exactly. Yeah, and, <laughs> Just on and the deck. Ravens yeah. at a crow's nest, not crows. But mm. anyway. And crows yeah. in the raven's nest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. How swallows? Starlings, you know, and swallows. And other birds. <laughs> Cuckoos. <laughs> what do you do? We better, we better go before it gets too late. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I do is I put, I make click face the opposite way okay. because click has a perception of 10 <laughs> eyes and everything yeah yeah, yeah. so he can either alert me if you see anything so then he'll click if he sees anything that's trailing us or anything like that excellent does he speak or communicate no, no he's, he's just... gonna just make like the grasshopper no. sound like Fine. little click sounds i wonder if the four dead seagulls are premonitions of a tpk mmm I wonder if the 40 foot rigging was an insinuation. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You've been here before, right? Once or twice. Um, she's looking a little pale, actually. Are you okay? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I just, I'm just a bit nervous. I mean, what if, what if this goes wrong? What if he attacks us? I don't. I can communicate with the rest of the party and they can come to our aid if we need it. Alright. You'll be fine. And I'm like really short, so I'm just like trying to pat her shoulder. <laughs> Give me a persuasion roll. Uh, it's nine. It's not going to be okay. <laughs> okay, she's, she looks a little comforted, but she's just still, yeah, a bit a bit nervous. So there's... Maybe, maybe we should just go for a drink first then. Okay. Okay, let's go. Here? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go into the. T- I guess we go into the tavern and make sure that we just look like a normal patron. Yep. Patrons going in ordering drinks. Good. So you go down um, to the floor below the the deck, mm-hmm. and um, it's uh, quite busy and noisy and sounds a bit more like. I mean, luckily <laughs> Dragon Balls don't sweat because it was this scaly. So here we go. This is this is what we want. Um, so you descend into the, the low Latin and there's immediately sort of a, a heat and a smell of, of smoke and pipe smoke and um, the, the sound of, of people sort of having a good time. Oh yeah, that's definitely yeah. Oh, So we look for a table? Yep. Um, so a woman comes over and, and she says, Well, Matt, my name is Leona Thundreth. But folks around here call me the captain. If you're thirsting for a beverage or looking to gamble, you've come to the right place. But watch your step. Things can get a little bit testy around here. Thank you for your welcome. We'd love to have a drink, please. Oh, what would you like? Uh, an ale for you? Or for Vendetta. Oh, for Vendetta. Uh, says, yeah, ale. Two, please. Very well. Um, so she goes off and uh, brings you back to Ailes, and um, so you, you look around the room, and there's a, a quite a variety of people. You can definitely see three people who are just sort of standing, scoping out the room, so they, they look like guards or just 
thugs or security or whatever. Um, there's also a... Where is this? Um, there's a, a duoga, a dwarf, um, with sort of grey hair and grey skin, which is kind of unusual. Um, a couple of commoners, um, a, a halfling, and um, over in the corner, kind of with, with um, the, their cowls pulled down, are two elves who have grey skin and white uh, hair. So I, we get our drinks and we start sitting at the table and set ourselves up. And of course, sorry, the, the one other person uh, that you notice is Emric. He sits uh, towards the front of the, the uh, tavern with a couple of um, plush couches. And he is sitting there with, with his two guards. And on top of the, the couch on, on here, you can see a, a small devil. Mm. I, I look at Vandetta and I go, that's him, right? Okay, alright. So. All right. so we just need, all we need to do is we don't have to talk to anyone, we just have to sit here and have a couple of drinks and just keep an eye on him. We don't have to do anything that you don't feel comfortable with. Alright. Emmerich right. um, looks quite handsome in a sort of an ugly way. Um, I don't know if you remember um, um, the James Bond, Timothy Dalton. <laughs> Oh, that's harsh on Timothy. Is, is, is that harsh on Timothy? I think Donnie, Donnie from New Kids on the Block. <laughs> okay, right. Like, well, Emric. See that one? I don't get. Emric <laughs> has a has a, a black mustache and and goatee, um, and yes, and a sort of a a mm. uh, rather luxurious head of hair, and um, he's all dressed in black. So I look at Vendetta, but I'm actually relaying all this information to Syrah to let her, like let at least you guys know all in turn what he looks like. Via your message entry? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it looks like I'm talking to her, but I'm actually just communicating with you guys. Okay, nice. Cool. So, um, yes, you drink your ale, he sits there, uh, somebody comes up and um, there's a, a, a brief exchange between the two of them. And um, uh, there is very quickly a, 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 a handful of, of gold in a small pouch that is, or, or a handful of coins in a small pouch that is passed from the patron to Amrik, which he then whisks away in one of the many folds of his, his doublet. I relay everything, because I guess if she's sitting kind of facing me, but I'm facing him. Uh-huh, yep. So he can't see her directly, but I can still see what's happening. Yeah. And then I just relay it to everybody. <coughs> can you roll me a perception check, please? Uh, nine. <laughs> You're having um, some bad luck today. <laughs> yes. I've got bad luck every day. <laughs> uh, all right. That's all you see. <laughs> yeah, Actually, roll one, roll one for, um, what's her name? Have you got Vendetta's oh, steps yet? Um, she is a... She's a, she's a two? Yeah. She's a two. two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's too scared to notice <laughs> anything. Does Click see anything? <laughs> no. No. He probably does worse than me. Um, yeah. Alright. Click, clicks. Uh, and then can he like click in a certain direction? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so he's he's still perching backwards. Yeah, yeah. 
I look as calm as I would stay calm. I think we might be watched. Just don't act out of character. We'll be okay. Alright. Can you turn? Slightly. Just slightly over my shoulder. So you look over your shoulder and um, uh, you see a cloaked figure. You didn't notice them before, uh, but Click has obviously noticed that they are watching you intently. When you look over your shoulder, the figure stands up and walks over to you. A cloaked figure approaches, armour clanking with each step. One gloved hand rests on the hilt of a longsword, the other pulls back a cowl to reveal the face of a teenager with brown skin, red hair, and a haunting gaze. She says, uh, is your interest in the uh, moneylender? Oh, I just heard of his, of his services and my family runs a tinker shop, so I was just seeing what he has available. I wasn't quite sure yet because I'll have to get approval from my parents first. Oh, I see. <laughs> are, we, are we getting all this? <laughs> <laughs> open, open communication. Yeah, um, I think you and I are in the street and we're like, oh, <laughs> Panicking between I'm just trying to help the family, you know? Yeah, yeah. She says, uh, alright, I'm, I'm sorry to have bothered you. It's she, okay. She pulls back, she ruffles her sort of her, her um, bangs and uh, you notice that she has a circlet on her head with a symbol of uh, tear. But thank you very much for, for your assistance, though. I really appreciate it. Please, yes. If you uh, need anything, I'll be over there. All right, thank you very much. And I just, we just sit there and we try and act very like we're like we were talking before, and that was like a really dull talk. Like, <laughs> okay. that was really close. And I just tell all my friends about what's just happened. So say, just be careful. We're being watched. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Would we recognise the tear now that we've been told that information? Like, is there anything symbolism to? Well, wasn't it one of the, the circlet for the tear? Wasn't it not one of the three? Or am I confusing it? Um, I'm so sorry, Torm. T-O-R-M. That's why we didn't recognise Tia. (laughs) It's Torm. I'm getting my gods mixed up. Yes, you recognise Torm. Uh, Torm is the god of justice? Yes. Duty, loyalty, obedience. Don't recognise him at all. So I probably (laughs) will. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Oh, yes, another one of those paladin deities. <laughs> Not as good as Mama Thunder, but... Um, can we speak back with your message? I, as soon as I say anything yeah. to you, I think you can say, like, a very short message back to me. Okay. okay. Um, am I aware that I can send messages back? You can reply. Like, I, I end up by everything with... Please reply now, or reply after the beep. Okay, well, I'll... Um, if I don't know where I am and whether I can do this. But I assume I'd mutter back something about, oh, that's a symbol of Tom and that the god of um, loyalty and duty and obedience, and I think you can trust her, effectively, if that symbol says anything about her. The night goes on, and um, you see a few more people making transactions with uh, Amrik. There's a couple of people who come here to borrow money, and he certainly um, you know, has that in in uh, abundance or you know it, it just appears into his hand 
and uh, then we, unless you do anything, it gets sort of later and later in the evening. Yeah, we just try and keep a really, really low profile. Yep. Um, and so we get to about 11 o'clock at night, and he gets up. Okay. He's moving, he's moving. Be on guard. So he goes up the stairs and exits. Okay, so we wait probably an extra 15, 10, 15 minutes, and then we like pretend that we're really tired and we start getting up and go like, it's time to go home. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's time to go home. So yes, you exit uh, into some rain. Okay, well I nod to the, the lady before in, in the cloak before we leave and then I ex- we exit. So. Um, she follows. Alright, so we start walking back to the Hungry Griffin. Yep. And I send a message, I pretend to talk to Vendetta, uh, Vendetta and I just say, look, we're being followed. I'll meet up with you guys a little bit later, but he's on his way. Cool. So, so we're, we've scuffed out the roots. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. So you guys are doing what you're doing, but I'm going back to what looks like, but I'm going back to the tavern because she's following us. To right. the, the Hungry The Hungry The Hungry Griffin? That's right. So the, who's following you? The, the teenager? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. You told her she could trust. So I suppose we we might cut to a little bit earlier than okay. this. Yeah. So it's you and I. We find ourselves on Chandelier Lane. May I? Yeah. Sure. Sure. All right. Yes. On Chandelier Lane. Chandelier Lane. Chandelier or Chandler's Lane. Oh. 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 oh, oh, oh. Either, ships, you know, Chandelier. Either way, um, it does not live up to its name, and it's kind of grimy and dirty. And not well lit. And uh, not well lit. <laughs> And um, has a very, you know, kind of pungent smell to it. Yeah. It's kind of like everywhere, in, except for the high parts, high parts of mm. uh, Baldur's Gate. So Which I, I had earlier today, so I'm kind of um, So I guess while we're kind of scoping out the back roots, we found this place is the most, like, amenable to what we were looking for. Yeah, like, I guess uh, it, possibly the most likely route to the whiskey bar. Yeah. 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 Um, and I'd probably be trying to locate somewhere where I can go, like, up some stairs and get a vantage point, but also come back down easily if I... I want to like okay. just try, try to see if I, we can mm-hmm. kind of place yeah. ourselves inconspicuously. There's a um, there's a, a sort of a low building, a, a one-story building mm-hmm. that you can manage to clamber up onto through a, 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 a couple of crates. Would, would you like me to do a, a roll? No. Oh. And you're there as well. Yep. So you want me in the same spot? Or do you want to do crisscrossy? Crisscrossy sounds good. Crisscrossy. I mean, so, yeah. So well, it's not too evidently suspicious. No. <laughs> so coming up the street comes Amric and his two bodyguards. Okay. How far from the whiskey? Like, I guess. Yeah. How far from the whiskey? That's bar? your decision. Yeah. Perhaps I should be leaving the whiskey bar to come. Yeah. Intercept. Can I just well, walk? I think. I think. We'll follow with him. Mm. But we don't know whether he has any. Anyway, we can't discuss this. He's got two. He's got two. So we can't strategize. We haven't got anyone. anyone There's no way for me to talk to you guys. Uh, Can I I just say quickly also, so just quickly with us, we go there, I tell her to go upstairs and put the light on in our room, and I use disguise self and make my way back to the group. Okay. What what are you disguised as? I am disguised as a dwarf. Like, I've got a really hairy beard. And I've got, I've got click underneath, like, some, like, we can't see it because obviously you've got your thing over it. But I've got, like, just really heavy cloak and just, just... Have we seen this before? No. No, just going to meet a random dwarf. Yep, that's it. 
So I think when Emmerich walks past us, we basically let him pass us. Yeah, we stalk along the rooftops a little bit if we can. Okay. Okay. Roll me a couple of stealth rolls. I have disadvantage on that because of armor, so it should be great. Uh, Okay. Uh, 20. Actually, 16 plus 1. 13. First one's good, second one's bad. What, did you roll 2? Give me a couple of stealth rolls, you see. Oh, oh well, okay. uh, one from each. Well, I got a 20 first, so I'll go nice. that one. Okay. 13. A 13, okay. Um, Alright. They continue on their way. They don't seem to hear or notice you. It is, it is raining a little bit. Okay. We're going to try and yeah. So when the when the whiskey bar comes into sight, we'll let them enter the whiskey bar. But since Morlock's in the whiskey bar, we won't let them like go in for very long. Right. And then we'll follow in and spring whatever trap it is we didn't strategize about. Yes. <laughs> so we'll wait for the we'll wait for the twenty foot of light to suddenly start <laughs> beaming out the windows of the whiskey bar. So um, you yeah, arrive at about this point, dressed as a as a dwarf. Um, and Vendetta is back at the Griffin? Yeah, with the light on, so it looks like they actually stayed there. Okay. So this dwarf comes up. This dwarf yeah. comes up. But it's light. Sounds, like a, sounds, sounds, like, sounds like a joke. So this dwarf, <laughs> a dwarf walks into a whiskey bar. I wouldn't go in there if I was you. <laughs> I say to the dwarf. Um, so the door opens and in walks Amric. Um, and one of the guards stays outside and the other one goes in with him. You see Amrick walk into the whiskey bar and and he stops and recognises his brother. <laughs> I will change the... So... How many people are in the whiskey bar? I was expecting... <laughs> so there's, there's uh, yeah, about three people. There's a lot of collateral there. Three people mm. besides... The bartender and two patrons. Okay. And you and Amrick. We collapsed a quarter of a city. It's not quite as bad as <laughs> And um, Emmerich uh, locks eyes with his brother and says, the hell are you doing here? Mother's going to be very displeased. <clears throat> I introduce myself. Because <laughs> otherwise you're having a conversation with yourself because you do both voices. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, Mortlock is kind of standing there with the, the, the hand on his on his sort of giant large giant axe thing and uh, he's willing to you know, he's waiting waiting for your signal mm-hmm. uh, uh, Oh no um, Hello Mordlock, you've bought me a plaything I'm, I'm impressed <clears throat> My name's Syrah Dawnbreak What was yours? Amrick Amrick Van Thamper of the Baldur's Gate Venthampers. Oh, I've heard all about them. Mm. Apparently you like unleashing dogs on children. Oh, is that what he told you? Well, he's... He's not very bright and his memory is poor. Um, uh, can I check if I can see that he's obviously lying? <laughs> well, he's, you don't need a roll for that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's obvi- obviously lying. Um, you, one thing that... You and I are slowly walking towards the, the bar. Oh, right? no, I think, I think we're, this is, we're simultaneous to this. Okay, all right, sorry. We'll get to us. Cool, cool, cool. Wow, your those those are D100s. What? <laughs> but you need it to be perfectly flat or else it'll roll for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that you do notice is the, the knuckles around Mortlock's club are, are white. Uh, um, 
Well, I've already been told that you're a liar, so don't try to be so deceptive with me, I guess. He, um... Uh, a hand goes into his, his cloak and he says, Why would you be calling me a liar? Uh, why? Because you are one? Um, I, am, I am offended. I am a, a, a member of the great houses of, of Baldur's Gate, and I think you are being impudent. Um, in fact, I was... The reason that we're meeting you here is I was wondering if I could have a conversation with your mother. Hmm. <laughs> I may be able to arrange that. Could you? Um, perhaps uh, we could uh, go there now. Oh, perhaps we could. Perhaps you should exit first. <laughs> he says, very well. The, the hand comes out from, from underneath his cloak. And uh, um, the he sort of walks out first and the, the bodyguard you know, sort of looks at you closely and walks out second. So you see the two people exit the bar, followed by you mm -hmm. and Mortlock. It's a twist. That was a twist. I was expecting combat in a whiskey bar. Well, yeah. I was hoping for more of an ambush. I was, I was, <laughs> I was, well, I was, as you were having that conversation... I was okay. going to head it off. Yeah, so I was, I was I, ready I, to I, kill I, the guy yeah, out front. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> but it kind of all got to order. I was going to cast sleep on him. Yeah, okay. I had the feeling but you then might. I'm like, oh, oh, gonna do wait, there's people coming out. Okay. So we exited, correct? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 everything was like, oh, oh. Uh, can, I, can I talk to, can I say, can you stall him? Can you stop so we can make sure that we're following you and then maybe we can sneak up and make things more sleep. But then there's more people watching us now. Oh, I think it's um, I think as soon as we're out of there, away from the other people, I'm going to draw my sword. Okay. <laughs> and say, I have no reason to trust that you will truly take me to your mother. So I'm afraid that we must resort to combat. Okay. Roll <laughs> initiative. Well done. You're ready. All right. Three. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting right in there. So Om um, got a 16. Yes, please. Uh, you got a 3. three. Mm -hmm. 16 for uh, New Polis as well. I also got a 16. Good God. Um, so which of you has the highest, has the highest dex modifier? I've got, I think it's oh, is it dex or is it... Um, dex, yeah. Dex, 2 for me. Um, 2 for you. What's your dex modifier? Uh, my dex modifier is 2. Alright, and, and yours is your zero. Um, and I've forgotten your character's name. Sophia. Sophia. Sophia is a three. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're first, Sarah. Okay. Well, I've drawn my sword. Um, does it take an action to imbue my weapon? No. Awesome. Oh no, as an action, it is an action. Oh, to do the sacred flame thing? Yeah, for the yes. sacred weapon. Yeah, sorry. cool. Um, so, look. How would you like it to manifest at this, this light? And... Um, like, uh, so I'm going to take my action to basically ready myself as well as 
um, imbuing my weapon. Yep. So, uh, sacred weapon. <coughs> so, again, just to reiterate, uh, that means that my uh, weapon is now imbued with positive, positive energy. For the next minute, the weapon is considered magical, and I add plus three to my attack rolls, which is my charisma modifier. All right. Um, and it emits a bright light for 20 feet. Um, and dim light beyond that. So I think for me it will be the effect would very much be like morning sunlight glistening off the weapon. Fair enough. So yeah. like golden and silver light. Yeah, well it's it's raining at the moment, so now it looks like a kind of a sun shower. So it's all Beautiful. Very nice. And I'm just given that I don't have any other actions to take, I'll just say um, something like surrender. Excellent. Um, <laughs> alphabetical order will go with you possibly. Righty ho, I'm gonna cast sleep. Okay. On one of the bodyguards, the guy who was standing outside. Okay. Since that's what I play. So since I'm now uh, third level, I used to I have to cast my spells at second spell level slots. Right. So therefore I gain an extra two D eight for my sleep spell. So I'm now rolling seven D eight of this points Lovely. to cast a sleep. So I roll and twenty eight hit points. Wow. Um, that is enough for him to drop. Lovely. Nice. No, no one touch him. <laughs> yes. No one wake him up. Uh, oh. So that was the bodyguard. So I'm going to go for the other bodyguard. How far away am I? You're maybe 15 feet. Alright. So I would like to use my bonus action first and tell Click to start making the way to the other bodyguard. Okay. Um, he and moves at 10 feet or flies at 10? He flies at 20 feet. Oh, so he can uh, get there. Sorry, he flies at 30 feet, yeah. So he can get there this round. Yeah, yeah. As long yeah. as he can fly in the round, yeah. which I'm going to say he can. And tell him to attack. Okay. Which is a. So for the acidic spittle, it is plus 4 to hit. So let me quickly see. That was a natural one. It misses. Okay. Oh. It's still learning. <laughs> I, I, I got to grow up so quickly. Yeah. Uh, take out my crossbow. It's his first attack. Yeah, take out my crossbow yeah. and shoot. Okay. So my crossbow is... My crossbow is plus four, so it's 15. That's a hit. And it's 1d8 plus two. So it's six, please. Okay. Yeah. Very good. So uh, there you go. Um, after seeing one body, bodyguard drop and the other one smack away some sort of flying insect that, that, went, that was going towards his face, um, Amrik drops something on the ground that explodes into a, a large voluminous smoke bomb. Um, so, that's their go. Um, the bad guy's going to try and hit the hit click. No. No. Um, he rolls a 17. That hits. And he does six points of damage. Okay. Um, Sophia. Mm. Okay, so there's, there's smoke, and we can see Amrick, we can see the bodyguard. You can't there's see Amrick, you, you can't you've see lost, Amrick. he's right in the middle of this bottle, yes, the smoke. Okay, cool. Um, I guess what I want to do is try to, like, charge in and see if I can tag him, like okay. tap him with yep. my hand. Um, do you need me to do anything? Yeah, roll roll to hit, 
Yeah. Um, you're rolling with a disadvantage, so roll two d twenty and the lowest. So um, eights and two. Add your proficiency bonus. Yep. So that's or... the two. So that's a ten and a seventeen. So, so a ten. A ten. So where's his theory here? He slips through. Yep. Okay. Um, dang. Now, am I so deep in this in the smoke that I can't see out of it again? Yes. You. You. It's that is, yeah. that is frustrating. Um, okay, I'm just, I don't, have I expended all my movement? No, you could run through to the other side of the smoke. Yeah, I might, I might run back from whence I came. Um, whence you came, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah to, to get a view on, on the rest of the melee there. Okay, so fearing that they might use smoke just a lot of a lot, um, I might cast the cantrip of light on the... Uh, like the, the plate armor of the the, the henchman. Uh huh. Yep. Um, and he has to resist that, I believe, because oh. he's unwilling. So. Oh. Um, Rolls a two. So, so I sorry, I have to run to him and I have to touch it. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, and I think that's your I think that's yeah, your go. So you've already tried to attack Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can run out of the out of the. But it's too far for me to touch him. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. In that case, I'm just going to do guiding light. So guiding bolt. Uh, and that is... is that, what, what type of action is that? Sorry, so Guiding Bolt is, uh, I'm casting as a first level spell. A flash of light streaks toward a creature of your choice within range. I make a ranged spell attack against is it, a target. You've is already it, done your attack. Yeah, I think you've already attacked. Is it, is it, oh, I'm sorry, I meant I was trying to touch him. But if you want to counter the attack, I understand that's fine. Attack, attack, attack Emmerich? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So you've run in, mm. you've done your attack trying to attack Emmerich, and mm. you've missed, and okay. then you've run back out, okay. and that's all you can do, unless you've got a bonus action. No, okay, that's fine. I guess that's the end of my turn. Yeah, okay. Back to the top. Sorry. Well, um, so I was quite close to him. Do I have any sense of which direction he might go? Um, no. It's, and it's, the light is not helping, is it? <laughs> and the light is not helping, no. It's, it's reflecting off the, off the... Yeah. Okay, there's not very much I can do here then. Um, okay, um, hmm, where is he likely to exit from? Okay, well, I'm going to try to hit him. There's none of my companions in this smoke field, so I'm going to attempt Diving. to, uh, slash at him. Obviously, I'm not looking to kill, I'm looking to knock him prone if I do gotcha. connect, in okay. sense. Okay, so I'm at disadvantage, at disadvantage. So I rolled a 14. That is a miss. Dang. Alright. You pull oh, us. We didn't roll for it. Oh. oh. Yeah, we didn't roll for Morlock. Uh, he, he rolled a 17 for his. So we'll, anyway. just, we'll just say the. Uh, we'll just say. He missed, yeah. Intimidated by his, the memory of his brother's wounds. Yep. So he sees all this happen. I think he's going to just take a giant swing with his massive club at right. the smoke. After I hit, I move back out and smoke. <laughs> 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 Good point. To recon. <laughs> uh, yes, okay, at disadvantage, go for it. Okay. I don't even know if he's still in there. A 19 and a 6. 6. So the disadvantage is. This is a text. This is great club. Twelve. Twelve. It's again yeah. not enough. Right. Yeah. Okay. You polished. Uh, so aiming it beyond the smoke, uh, 
and it takes 20 feet. So if Amrik is trying to run away from us, um, I cast Fairy Fire. Uh huh. But I cast it beyond so that it's 20 feet, stopping at where Sophia and Syra aren't. So any object within 20 feet of that is now outlined. In your in fairy fire, purplish, bluish glow. Blue green violet. Oh, blue green. Well, definitely going to be blue. Um, yeah. So any attack on it is seeable, and they give light for ten feet, and they are um, advantage. Attackers have advantage. Okay. Uh, excellent. Take a point of inspiration for that. I like that thinking. Um, and now I need to show. <laughs> you um, catch him. He is he is slipped away. He he was kind of um, yeah took a took a, a, a jag straight up the hill, right. and uh, he's heading away from you. And you caught in the area of the fairy fire. Nice. Um, there he is. <laughs> um, that's him. How far away is he from Click? From Click, he's. He's, he ran 30 feet, so he's a good... I would say he would be under 30 feet away. Alright, so I'm going to send Click over and make him buoyant. So he goes, so he can't run away, he just starts floating in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he can. What's the, what's the DC say? Uh, it just doesn't, it doesn't have a DC, I don't think. It just says the target gains a flying speed of 10 feet for 10 minutes. Yeah, but up, up, up above... Because um, that's Old nice. school. D&D. No save. No save. No save. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Fly. We can say maybe it's a ten. Okay. Well, he rolls a four, so okay. um, yes, I don't think he saves. Okay. So he does that kind of thing where he's <laughs> yeah. running. He's a he's a lit cartoon in the sky. <laughs> and, he's, yeah. and he's glowing as well. <laughs> I am good work. Quick, like finally he's actually done something right. Um. All right. So yeah, we, we've got the bad guy for the last from the oh, last no. one as well. Oh no, he did get an attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so someone's asleep. Yeah. Someone the henchman. So the henchman, um, it's his go. So he he goes running after um, Amrik, who is who is slowly um, going skyward, and he leaps up and sort of grabs onto his legs and tries to pull him down. So. Um, Hmm, he rolls a 12. Um, so I'm going to say he gets a hold of one boot and starts pulling him down. So, Sophia's going. Oh, okay. Um, so he's outlined with the same, great. Uh, I'm just going to charge towards him and I'm going to fire at Tim with Guiding Bolt. Uh, okay. So that's good advantage. Yes. Oh, yeah, because he's lit up. Fantastic. Um, cool. So that is a 14 plus my 3, so 17. 17 is hit. Yay! Yay! Um, and that's fine. Uh, just, just roll another one uh, because you do get two two attack rolls. Nope, way worse. Way, 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 way okay, worse. Good. It's not worth talking about. Um, and that's 5d6 of damage. Oh my god. Um, We're not so, trying to kill him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, oh, oh. 11. Uh, 17 damage. 17 damage. And any, uh, then the next attack on him also has to be advantage because of the. Uh, he's lit up. So right. Well. He's, he's especially up. luminous. Very luminous. Yes. Yeah. He looks one of those like bubbles with the soap film like changing morphing colors. He does quite look, He looks like a balloon. All right. <laughs> An amorous shaped balloon. Um. So Glitz had to go. First well. Uh, sorry, uh, Mortlock. Mortlock. What would Mortlock do? I think Mortlock's going to go. 
bash the uh, the henchman the henchman off yeah. his brother oh, really carry his brother like a balloon. Mm-hmm. Um, Could really do a good cartoon of by the boots, whomp into the ground. Right. Mm. All right. <laughs> Mortlock is gonna whack him with a sixteen. That's a hit. Lovely. Uh, Oh, and you have got advantage on that. Right. Oh, yeah, you have advantage. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Well, you can not, on the, not on the bad guy. Oh, on the bad guy as well, yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Uh, uh, plus nine damage. Nine damage. Nice. Okay, good. Um, he's still up, but he's not happy about having that giant thing smashed into his back. Um, and it is Cyrus. Uh, so the scene at the moment is... There's a henchman, there's one henchman asleep, there's a cloud of smoke, behind that there's a fairy, like, blue luminescence in which there is now a man floating who is also extremely lit up, and a henchman is grabbing onto his feet. Is that... That is an accurate... And there's a little that is a... cricket flying nearby them who's very proud of itself. It's <laughs> an accurate assessment, yes. Okay, cool. Um, well, I am going to run up and try and kind of shield bash, actually, the henchman to try and knock him off. Like, I'm trying to knock him off the guy to get his grip off. Okay, great. Um, so we'll do an opposed strength check. So roll a d20 and add your strength modifier. Okay. Woof. That was not good. Oh, do I have an advantage? He's in... No. Yes, you have an advantage on him because he's all lit up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that wasn't any better there. Unfortunately, okay. <laughs> it was an 8 because I rolled a 4. Okay, so I rolled a 5, and so that's a 6. Oh, I still won. So you still won. <laughs> Luckily, I have a plus 4 strength modifier. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to knock him so he's no longer got his hands on the guy. Yeah. And then do I still have an additional action to grab? Because do, a... do 1d6 worth of damage mm-hmm. on your shield bash. Okay. That's 2. 2 points. Mm-hmm. And, um, no, that would be your go. Okay. I will just say to him again, surrender. <laughs> I feel you are outmatched. Um, <laughs> Holding my luminescent sword in my luminescent field. Yeah, yeah. It's a very luminescent battle. It's a very luminescent battle. We've got a lot of light going on. Oh, it's a panic yeah. at the disco. It's a stealth, it's a stealth, <laughs> stealth battle, definitely. <laughs> yes. yes. We're being very shadowy. No one <laughs> even knows. Nothing to see here. This is people peeking out their windows. Oh, no, 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 we We're like, it's a party! <laughs> <laughs> He's pretending to be a disco ball! Um... So, gosh, give me a give me a uh, intimidation or a persuasion or intimidation. Intimidation. No. Oh wait, I rolled a D. No, no, that was right. No, I crit- critically failed. Oh, critically failed. They're like, he looks so pretty in that light. It's just silly now. Um. <laughs> he says. He says, wait, this is a fly spell. And starts to sort of glide away, albeit at a very slow, um, ponderous rate. Um, it only lasts for ten minutes! <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you could probably dispel it at any time you choose. Probably. Uh, yeah. Maybe? Probably, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, send him up and make him take a fall damage. <laughs> yeah. Right. But we want him alive. Knock him out. Right. We definitely want him alive. It, the whole just, point is that we are looks, using him as bait for his mother. Yeah, yeah, it probably yeah. looks better if we don't bash him up too much so he's actually recognisable. Well, if we do kill him, can you disguise yourself as him? Yeah. No. No, he's human. I would, but I'd be like this tall. Yeah. (laughs) Baby. He's a child version of him. Oh, dear. Grandma! Mom! Help me! 
Um, so you have the the guy who's holding on to his mm. leg has been been uh, knocked Mashed aside, yep. and he's still floating. And he's starting to figure out what's happening to him, mm-hmm. and he's sparkling. Right. I'm going to go up and mage hand his foot (laughs) and hold him in place. Right. And cry out, I'd surrender now. Mm -hmm. To me, of course. (laughs) Of course. Uh, Roll me a, roll me a, yeah. No, it's appalling. It's appalling. So is that to do the grab or the grab? Oh, is that the mage hand? Is that the... No, the, that's the intimidation. Yes. Use your point of inspiration. Oh, I will. I'll use my point of inspiration. Right well, now? Done that. Right, yeah. right now. Dang, go on. Go on. Oh, oh, whoa, oh, even worse. A one. Okay. Oh, wow. I just feel like this guy is just unintimidatable. Yeah, he's, just, he's, he's lived this life of like privilege and power, and he's like, no, I'll definitely be fine. He laughs at your <laughs> at your attempts to cowl him, yeah. and um, you just swim through the air. Yeah. <laughs> and it is O's go. Oh, that was a point. Alright, so I am going to dispel the spell, which I guess is like the action. Yep. Um, and then the henchman's still up and moving, right? Correct. So I'm going to send click over and do the acidic spittle again. Okay. So that is going to be a 10. A 10 for the spittle? Yeah. That's a miss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been better though. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now it's the bad guy's go. So he's just. Oh yes. So he he falls to the falls to the deck and will take one d six worth of damage. So he takes two points and uh, falls to the ground and gets up and. Um, my mage hand is still attached. Your mage hand is still attached. Um, but he... So who's close to him? You're close, you're close, and on close? Uh, I'm not too far. You're not too around. far? Yeah. So he will... He goes like this, and three daggers kind of get flung out from underneath his cloak uh, to, to each of you. So mm-hmm. uh, first one is a one, and it misses. The next one is an a 16. That hits me. Sorry, 17. And it does... Six points of damage, Ooh. and the other one is a twenty. Oh, jeez! Mm. <laughs> Why didn't I take this hit? Seventy-four. <laughs> Sixty-six points of damage. Okay. Um, and yes, you definitely get the sense that he's turning and running. Okay. He, yeah. So that's his kind of his parting go, and then he's getting ready to lay it. Um, Sophia's go. Oh, bad, bad guy. Yeah, henchman. Henchman yeah. is going to impose himself um, and walk up to you and do a fifteen. No. No. Yeah. Uh, the twenty hit. I'll give you that. One. Right. <laughs> okay. So um, I guess sensing urgency, I run towards the the henchman. Um, uh-huh. I want him just out of the way. Okay. Um, so I'm going to use level one inflict wounds. Um, so I run up and I just open palm him, push him, uh, and try to inflict wounds. So let's see how that go. Uh, that's a seven. A seven. Um, but you get advantage, advantage because oh. he's... Yes, he's so lit. thank goodness. That's a seven. What a deja vu that was. Would it be alright if I use my point of inspiration? You can. 
Let's hope that you don't roll a seven. Oh, thank goodness. That's a 20. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Not, not natural, nice. but 20. Much nicer than my rolling a one in my point of inspiration. Mm. Cool. Uh, and that's 3d10 of damage. Um, so that's 16 and 27. 3d10? Yeah. Molly. Um, yes, he, uh, you see a, a, a jagged uh, wound open up around his head and he flies backwards and falls to the ground unconscious. Lovely. I feel very I bad about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we're not fighting Sophie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. Okay. May I say, whoopsie? <laughs> keep Done. The, keep the party happy. Um, back to the top, Syrah. Mortlock. Uh, Mortlock. Mortlock. Yeah, he Go. sees his brother running, he just kind of... Takes a swipe. Takes his takes his legs out. Yeah. Uh, he gets two attacks with his great axe. Apparently, uh, right. He rolls a seventeen and an eighteen. Wow. So he gets both. hit him twice mm. on the and the back swipe. So mm. great. Okay. So the first one is oh horrible. Uh, six damage, and the second one is nine damage. Um, take out his legs here. Yeah. So if his objective was to take out his legs, yes, he, he, he sweeps his legs up <coughs> and he falls to the ground again. Um, you're Polis. No, no. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, well, I'm going to go and try and grapple him to bind him to the ground since he's prone, right? Um, yes, you, you stride over to him with the, the flaming. Um, uh, Golden yeah, sword. the golden sword. <laughs> and he says, I yield! I yield! Just as I suspected. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, Just do we... don't let that monkey hit me again! Um, I send Tom Mortlock to stand down, put my knee on his chest and start binding his right. wrists. And also, I think we need to... I'm going to start patting him down to look for any hidden ways that he might try to escape. Oh, there are lots. <laughs> um, yes, he has daggers... On a bandolier, oh. I'm start just pulling them out and throwing yeah. them. I'm just, I'm just, away like, from I'm just him. opening up my bag. Waiting for you to put them <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be just throwing them away, and then Sophia's gonna be like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know the routine. I love, I love looting a conscious corpse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, he does not uh, doesn't have much on him. He has a bag of gold of, of thirty gold pieces. I will write that down. That means we're at five hundred. <laughs> Twenty-three. <laughs> okay. So binding up his wrist, we need somewhere to take him. Mm. Hang on, I'm gonna make it rain again. Uh, wet night with music. Here we go. Okay. So yes, you bind up his wrists. Um, do you have um, a, a rope? I believe I do. Yeah. Ropes. I'm skin? sure that I do. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I've got plenty of rope. Okay. I've got silk rope. Do we want to be nice to him? Well, I will. Oh no, I do. I have a rope, fifty feet rope. So I will be lining up his wrists mm-hmm. and I guess hog tying him. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Might want to muffle his mouth. He starts yelling. Yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. enough. All right. Should we disguise him before we take him anywhere so people don't know who it is? Mm. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that is a good idea. Um, might bind up the sleeping guard as well and loop his corpse. Well, body. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, the other one is dead, or is the other one is? Yeah, he's actually well dead. Yes. Uh, um, he had the... he had three hit points when you did that twenty-seven points of inflict oh, wounds on him. Oh God. Okay. So um, I feel pretty bad. <laughs> we might need to take the guard that saw us, who's still alive, 
so that he doesn't go and like. Mm. Although maybe we can use him to get the mother to know what's happened and we'll send you a message. The sleeping one. Mm. You look at, I, I tell you what, as well. I've just committed and seen something very gruesome. I could use a whiskey. Let's take them back to the whiskey bar and make this a hideout and just requisition well, the space, shall we? If he knew somewhere we could keep them that wasn't, you know, where we're staying. Mortlock uh, walks over to the guy, pulls um, five gold pieces out of a, out of his pocket, hands it to the guard, and says, "Just speak." Which guard is that? The 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 one that's left, the okay. the sleeping one, um, and and the guard looks at him and says, "Yes, sir," and walks off. Right. Well, that was easy. That's what how about? divination's done, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I think we tried. <laughs> that was amazing. I loved that fight. Uh, that didn't go anywhere the way that I thought it was going to go to. So, well, so that was the start. Didn't go like the week. We're like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. And we're uh, not oh. doing it now. <laughs> so, that was good. So uh, I think we're going to take a break there, and right. we will be right back. Glorious. <laughs>